G'day team and welcome to Builders Problem Solved, our usual Wednesday evening uh, podcast. And the purpose of the podcast is obviously to solve builders' problems. And uh, so I put some various posts out during the week and encourage people to put their problems forward. They can send them either via the uh, Builders uh, Inner Circle Facebook group or they can send them to me via Facebook Messenger, Carrier Pigeon, Camel Train, Snail Mail, Message in a Bottle, Skywriting, um, and any other way that you can think of getting the uh, the questions here. And it's been great getting some really great questions. And uh, I've got a whole bunch of questions there ready to go and not going to do them <laughs> tonight um, because I was asked another question by uh, one of our members of a program called Blueprint to black belt and it's only a really new program and it's it was fundamentally designed for people who really wanted to um, look at black belt but they just quite weren't in a position either mentally emotionally financially time-wise whatever the issue was they just weren't quite ready uh, to make that commitment to to black belt so we put this program together because there was a big gap between um, people just hanging around and builders in a circle, for instance, and then joining us for the full builders business black belt uh, program. Hugh's here. Daniel is here. Um, evening, says Hugh. Evening back at you. And uh, one of the guys on that program uh, asked a question about Facebook and what was the best um, way to to get leads or to, to have his prospects be able to find him and find out what he does and that was kind of the the thrust of the question and uh, I did reply to it. With this, with this reply, I don't think I can answer this question in some sort of a uh, a, a text message uh, or on a Facebook post. At least I didn't think I could give it justice because there's just there's so many moving parts. And I thought it's such a great question. It's such an important question. I thought I would do my very best to outline the process the thought processes that you need to shift and the practical processes that you need to invest time, energy and thought into to be able to establish what I would call a reliable marketing strategy. And and that is something that you know that if you put this amount of effort, this amount of money, this amount of time into it in the time from when you start doing that to a certain other window of time, it starts to produce leads, but quality leads. That's the other thing about it being reliable. It's just not about generating leads because th- that can that can be a massive time soak when you're, you're generating leads 
Um, people are phoning you, people are emailing you, whatever, but they're just not the right type of people. Uh, many of them can be tire kickers. They can be wasting a lot of your your time just asking for prices and quotes and expecting you to do them for free and all of that sort of thing. Um, and so we've talked about it in the past where you have a qualification process and, and a qualification process is probably where I would start because if you're getting leads, I would put a, pro- a qualification process together. Um, and that's not that difficult to do, to put a qualification process together. I mean, it's just a, 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 a few hurdles, um, a triage call, an initial meeting, uh, Bob's your auntie, you know, away, away you go. It's not that difficult. There is a bit more to it. Happy to explain it another time. But here's the thing. It's like the the, the qualified process is really valuable except when you're putting rubbish into it. It's kind of like a, a funnel with a bunch of filters in it. And if you're putting a whole lot of rubbish in the top of it, um, Basically, the old acronym G-I-G-O. Now, Susan is watching and she's a master of the acronym. She's generally mastering only three-letter acronyms at this stage. G-I-G-O might be a little bit out of her um, depth because that's actually an F-L-A or a four-letter acronym, and it stands for garbage in, garbage out. Uh, Wayno's here and said, hi, Mickey Balls. (laughs) Hi, Wayno. Um, he's, he's a strange man. He gives everyone all sorts of weird names. I I think he called Hugh Hugh Bags the other day, I noticed. Anyway, <laughs> that's Wayne. Um, Emma is also here. Leezy's here. Um, and obviously Hugh is here somewhere. And uh, so if, if you're putting a lot of rubbish in, your qualification process and it, that is in essence means that the majority of what's going to come out the other side is going to be rubbish also. Um, it, it, it can be very, um, what's the, the correct term I'm sure, soul destroying I suppose is a good term. Uh, you, you, you're speaking to a lot of people and they're just not making the grade and it, and it can be very soul destroying as I said. It can be very deflating, demotivating. So if, if you've got a better quality strategy before sitting before your qualification process which is your marketing or in black belt we call it your attract strategy, um, it, it it causes your qualified process to work a whole lot better, give you a lot more confidence, give you a lot more positive energy, and everything seems to start to go better from there. But if you're really struggling to get uh, business and then any sort of quality business, because I know that there's a bunch of you out there that go, hey, I get plenty of business, but I would challenge you as to whether it's really quality business because quality business to me is really – people that absolutely love what you do, absolutely want to and, in fact, are excited about following your processes, being guided by you, you they consider you a, uh, a, a, a trusted advisor, I think is a good term. They consider you a trusted advisor, Um 
and they're more than happy to pay a premium. You know, they're not whinging and complaining about price and, and that sort of stuff. To me, that is quality. So it, it, you get up every morning and you're excited to talk about the or talk work with the people that um, that that you're working with and for, and uh, that that's quality. And so it all starts with attract or or the marketing strategy. And I just wanted to run through some mindset shifts and some some ideas to to help you begin this because the one thing I do want to say up up front is that a really good quality attract strategy takes time. I, I honestly don't believe that that even if you had a ton of money to throw at marketing, that you in this day and age can get a, a quality marketing strategy delivering profitable results and that's the you know the air quotes there around the word profitable because um, you would have to put a lot of money into uh, a, a, a an attract strategy or a marketing strategy to start to get quality leads in a short amount of time and then the amount of money that you put in there the the amount that you would then need to be charging and receiving back to, you know, even remotely break even on a, a super high quality, fast producing marketing campaign would just strip the profit away from you. So, and it's kind of a moot point anyway, because I, don't, I just don't know too many builders who have a massive amount of money just to throw at marketing. So let's not worry about it. Let's, let's work out, let's talk about what you need to do to, to, uh, begin to build an affordable and reliable marketing strategy. Does this sound like it's a, a valuable thing to talk about? You people out there watching live, Demir has also just joined us. Uh, Wayno said, just had a great chat with you, Bags, for half an hour. <laughs> okay. Um, could have gone longer, Wayno, Hugh says. We have more to talk about. Jeez, I'd like to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. It would be high-level stuff, I reckon. It'd be amazing to listen to. <laughs> um, so, put in the in the comments section for me. Like, is is this something that uh, that you think is of interest? The the mind shifts that you need to go through, and the 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 activity that you need to start to get into to build a, a marketing strategy that is affordable and also reliable. And as I said, to be able to do that, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take paradigm shifts. Um, it's going to be swimming against the tide of what a lot of people out there think, particularly marketers. And when I say marketers, I'm really talking about the people that want to sell you uh, print media and radio advertising and uh, TV and that sort of stuff. And even to a certain extent, search engine optimization, people who say they can get you number one in Google and all that sort of stuff. To me, that's just a flat out lie. Um, you can't do that quickly either. And... Uh, and to a certain extent, there'd be a bunch of people out there that say that they could get you uh, good results from Facebook advertising. Um, my experience is not that. That and, and and the people that we use for our Facebook, uh, I think, are really good. They're exceptional, and it still takes time. And the great thing about them was that they they prepared me for that, and and they said, you know. 
Um, this is going to take time. And the other part of that is if you're going to advertise on Facebook, if you're going to be generating leads and you don't have an attract strategy as the foundation uh, where those leads go into, you're kind of wasting your money and your time spending money on Facebook anyway because just because a Facebook ad produces a lead doesn't mean that that will turn into a quality client. There are many, many steps that need to uh, have have been gone through before you can turn something like a cold Facebook lead into uh, a quality client. So let's fly into this. Nobody's made a comment. What's going on? Is the comment thing's not working? I mean, you've made comments, but not since I said, is this making sense? Or it could be that you have no interest in this subject. It could be that you already have a an incredible marketing system that is delivering high-quality leads more than you can handle and it's annoying. That could be your situation. Let me know if it is, and I'll turn over the control of this to you because we have a lot to learn from you. So I'm going to switch over to my magic drawing, McJigger, which is going to be a bit interesting for the people who are just listening to the audio, but uh, I think it'll still make sense, and you can always um, – jump over into Builders in a Circle and, and watch me do my amazing drawings, you know. It's just it's for more for my benefit rather than the viewer's benefit just to keep me on track. So one of the first things that you need to figure out, and which is what I was um, helping Mark with today, is that you need to figure out what your niche is. And those people in BBB also know Frank. I was talking to him about this the other day as well. And this is one of the more challenging things just to start with. I mean, we could do a long, a long session just on niche. And uh, Angus is here also. G'day, Angus. Uh, and I think the simplest thing to do when you're when you're trying to identify a niche, instead of thinking niche. I'd cross that out and I'd use the word need because if, if, you, if you ask a builder what their niche is sometimes, which I do, like when people join Builders in a Circle, I say, what is your speciality? That's a question that I ask people when they join Builders in a Circle and people go, houses or new homes, or something like that. And even when I get into a conversation with some people about what their niche is, they'll, that's what they'll say, you know, um, new homes is, is my niche. And it's, it's just not a niche. Um, now we've got some wonderful members in, in Builders Business Black Belt, um, well, Wayne and Leah with us. I love their niche, and, and it's adaptable home. So it's, it's, it's quite specific, and, and uh, they specialise in building homes where you're thinking about the future where you might need ramps and handles and slightly bigger doors or whatever for somebody who um, – finds it hard to get around, it might need a wheelchair or walking frame or things like that. So you can stay in your home and, and remain more independent longer. And so it's got a great message, but it's very, very specific and and it really speaks to this need. Um, we've got other members who uh, aren't with us tonight um, who specialise in straw bale. 
uh, homes. And there is a special need that attracts their clients to them. Um, and it's, you know, it's a lot, a lot about, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the green side of things. Um, and th- they've got a special need that they want to have fulfilled. So they are attracted to them. Uh, we've got Ollie and Nee who are just amazing at, the uh, specialising in rammed earth, and again, there is a specific need, a desire, an emotional want uh, for that sort of thing. Where you know, if if you present yourself as being a specialist in building houses, I don't know how that is. You know, yeah, someone needs a house, but I don't think you're going to stand out um, in amongst the noise if if. You know, you're going to put messages out there that say, hey, guess what, people? We build houses, you know. Whoa, (laughs) that's huge. So you need to look at a need. What what is a need that, um, that you are good at being able to to fulfill? Um, Hugh has said, watch out, Demir Wayne will find a nickname for you too. He will. Yeah. Because <laughs> Demir has gone, Mickey Ball's question mark. <laughs> What's going on there, he's thinking. Um, Hugh says, but I'm unique in building new homes, Mick. I think that is a sarcastic comment from Hugh. Um, funny nevertheless. So there needs to be a very specific need that when you talk about it, it cuts through the noise. That's the most important thing. And then the next part after you've identified what the need is, you need to work out who. Who is the type of person who is ideal for you? Okay? And so that means... Um, You've got to think about the type of people that you resonate with, that you love to hang around with. I know going back to to, uh, Lee and Wayne and particularly Lee, she's an incredibly caring person, comes from a nursing background um, and she's incredibly passionate about this. And so quite often people tend to to have a niche that the, the people that they want to attract are very similar to them. Uh, and Lee is a little bit of an exception because the, the people that they are attracting are, are assuming, are, are slightly older and really starting to think about, hey, uh, in this home that we're building or this extension or this renovation that we're doing, um, we need to think about how we can design it and and put it together so we can stay here longer. Uh and, and so that that's kind of an exception. But, but quite often we tend to attract people who are just like us. So if, uh, <laughs> if you're a dick, uh, you're in trouble <laughs> because you, you, you might end up attracting uh, people just like you. So think about that long and hard. But that's the first thing you need to do. We need to, to uh, replace niche with need. So what is the need? Uh, that that you would like to specialise in. And then 
who, you know, so we need to start to, to figure out the who. And when I talk about the who, we talk about a thing called an avatar. And that's kind of maybe a Frankenstein might be a better word for, for avatar um, because potentially the, the absolutely ideal client doesn't exist for you. Maybe they do, maybe they don't, but uh, it's really important for you to start to create one. And you get your pen and your paper out and you start to create it. You start to write down uh, and you might have a column, you know, the wants. So what are the the personality traits, um, you know, the behaviours, the beliefs, all of that sort of stuff that you want? And what are the don't wants? So you might want to make a list of them as well and and make it really detailed uh, because then what when when you get really detailed in the wants and the don't wants and that sort of thing you can start to imagine things like what are the interests interests and perhaps pursuits that this ideal customer of yours would get into, you know, are they into sailing? Are they into golf? Are they into uh, rally driving? Are they into car racing? Are they into skydiving? You know, I don't know. But the more you understand about the behavioural characteristics, the the wants uh, or your list of wants, you know, the, the, the things that would make up this person and the things that don't exist in this person. So this is what you don't want. None of these attitudes, none of these beliefs, none of these behaviours exist in this person. So you've got to have the list of wants and don't wants and you get clearer and clearer and clearer on your ideal customer. And the key about uh, knowing about their interests and their pursuits and maybe even their job or their business, or whatever it might be, where they work. Are they a tradesperson? Are they an executive type person, blue collar, white collar? What are they, you know? Are they male or are they female? Which is a really interesting uh, question to ask with the need that you're talking about because um, – one really super important thing to understand about your attract strategy is that all it is doing is it is set up to attract the type of people with the type of projects that you want more of in your business. And here's what most people do. They make this mistake of keeping the need and the type of person broad. So it's couples or it's it's groups of people with an age range of this and that, uh, with, a, with an income of between this and that. I believe that's a real big mistake because when you are trying to attract a group of people that have all of these variables in their life, you cannot put a message together that resonates with those people. You put a message together that is so broad that 
it just doesn't resonate with anybody. So you're putting all of this energy and effort and sometimes money into um, putting together marketing messages and, and testing out Facebook and testing out LinkedIn and testing out this and that and the other. And the results are probably going to lead you up the garden path because your message is too broad. But here's the thing. If you narrow, 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 narrow your focus and then your message, a magical thing will happen for you. You will start to attract more people than you have with your broad message. So an example that I've used in the past, you know, it's a pretty simple example, but I think it gets the point across is let's say, you know, forget about building for a moment. Let's say your product is uh, some sort of financial product that saves money for you, some sort of financial management tool that saves money. Angus is listening. He he this might be something that he can think about. <laughs> and um, uh, let's say your your niche is female grandparents, so grandmothers. Let's that is your focus and the need is that they have um, a need to be able to, you know, um, see their grandchildren uh, more often because they're, you know, they're not close to them geographically or something like that. So you could put a, a message together that might go along these, these lines, and I'm just making this up as I'm going along, and, and, and your, your message might be, you know, um, imagine uh, the implementing our, our new whiz-bang thingamabob uh, and, and, you know, in less than a year you will have the money put aside um, to be able to take that overseas trip that you never thought you'd be able to to see your grandchildren who you've only seen photos of and you miss incredibly. So I'm pulling on all of the heartstrings there and all of that sort of stuff uh, and and putting the money-saving McJigger right in the middle of that conversation. And the reason that you need to be that specific and present your messages in, in that sort of story form is because there's too much thinking. If, if you've got a, a message that, say, that that is broad and it says, you know, we, we work with these people from here to here and an income stream from here to here and a need between here and here, um, people have to put too much thinking effort into that to figure out are they in somewhere in your criteria, but a grandmother who is missing their grandchild and maybe hasn't seen them or hasn't seen them for a long time would lean forward into that message and at least start to listen if there was a way that they could, you know, in the next 12 months be able to go and visit their their grandchild. So it's a very specific message because the person, the listener, can see themselves in the story. But here's where it gets really interesting, is if you were to put that same message out, but a mother, not a grandmother, a mother just happened to fall over your message. Because you are telling a very specific story with very specific details in it, that mother can still see themselves in that story and they can still relate to that story 
But what they'll do, and this is what people do, they change the circumstances themselves. And that's far easier than if you put a message together and say, hey, use our whiz-bang money-saving McJigger and you can save up to $10,000 in the first 12 months. And you can use it on anything you want. And the, the killer is that you can use it on anything you want. There is that much scope on what I could use that $10,000 for. It, I can't think of anything specific that really tugs at my heartstrings to get me to take action and, and, and learn more about this. But when you give the detail in the story, like go, you know, on an overseas holiday, you you can use the money to go on an overseas holiday, you've already created the the, uh, details of the story and the mother listening to that will change the criteria, will change the circumstances and may think, hey, I can use that money uh, to pay for my eldest daughter's wedding that is coming up in a year's time. If you put the details in the story, it allows people to still see themselves in the story but just change a few of the details. And, you know, that's why you need to get very, very specific. You need to figure out um, what are the behavioural characteristics, the age, the specific age, the specific gender, uh, the specific interests and pursuits they would have, the specific job that they would have, the specific income that uh, that would be coming into that family, if you like. Uh, but the message needs to be one person in that family, uh, not for a couple. That's my stance on that. As soon as you start talking to couples, um, in your marketing messages, you're starting to dilute the message because very rarely do two people look at the same thing at the same time. Uh, so what generally would happen is either the male, if if your message is directed to the male, would, would see a message and go, hey, you know, I found this, and they would be the impetus to, to take action and look further into it. Because remember, that's all an attract strategy is there for, is to get your prospects to just take that one action. That's all it's there for. You are not meant to be selling in your marketing messages. That is a big, massive mistake that people make. They're trying to sell with their marketing messages. All your marketing messages should do is enter into the conversation a person is already having in their mind about their problems and their desire for a solution to their problem, to their frustration, to their fear. That's what your marketing message should do. That's all it should do. And if you do that well enough, you don't even have to say, I have the solution. They will assume you have the solution, and if you give them an offer to do take this next step to to download this thing, to make this phone call and and get this bit of information or get this cheat sheet or checklist or whatever it might be to take the next step, now they're in your qualification process. Marketing has finished. Qualification begins as soon as they take that first action. And so you've got to very clearly separate the purposes of your marketing activity 
versus your qualification. Do not try to sell in your marketing, okay? And all you need to do with your marketing is is really resonate with the thoughts and the emotions that are going on with your ideal client. And as I said, if you narrow it down, you will get more people to the left of your message and the right of your message. But if you try to create a message that will scoop up all of the people that far left and that far right with your message, it won't happen. So I hope that makes sense. This pointed, narrow message will pick up these and these because it makes sense. It cuts through. Whereas a message designed to be like a big bulldozer blade and and pick up people from the left to the right, you know, in these ranges of income and interests and ages and interests and blah, 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 the, the message won't cut through and understand there are just tens of thousands of messages that are knocking on our forehead every single day and they are on the radio, they're on the TV, they're in the things you read, they're in the, uh, you know, in your, in your, on your phones, on your mobile devices, they're on billboards and signs and brochures and pamphlets and business cards and cars going past and, you know, the, the messages out there are just phenomenal. And so for you to get your marketing messages to cut through, um, it needs to be super, super pointy so it penetrates is a good analogy, you know. It needs to be have a very sharp pointy end so it penetrates. If it's big and flat <laughs> and wide, it won't penetrate. So uh, I hope that's been helpful. I didn't get anywhere near where I wanted to get with this, so we can talk about this further uh, on other sessions. But at least this is a good start for you. Um, What I'd like to see, um, and perhaps we can use the comment section underneath this this episode of, of Builders Problems Solved, is for you to post what you think a need could be for you and perhaps a detailed description of your avatar or your Frankenstein client that would include their their interests, their job, their age, um, their their you know behavioural characteristics and all of that sort of stuff. So other people in Builders Inner Circle can learn from that, but also we can make comments on it and ask questions about it because I'll guarantee the first time you do it, and please don't be precious or fragile about this because if you want this to work, you need to be prepared to put the information in and then have us pull it apart a little bit. Um, you know, Lee would be a, a, a great um advocate of how frustrating figuring out your niche and your purpose and all of that sort of stuff is. It, it takes time, but the fastest way of doing it is doing it fast. Like don't think about it too hard. Just get it down, put it in this group, this amazing Builders in a Circle group, and let us pull it apart. Let us ask you questions and help you get clearer and clearer and clearer. You will figure it out if you give us the opportunity to ask questions so you can get narrower and narrower and really understand the psyche, the psychology, the feelings, the thoughts, 
the fears, the frustrations, the wants and the aspirations of your ideal uh, prospect and customer. And that is half the battle. If you can do that, the next parts of this process are significantly easier. And if you don't do this, if you don't go through the challenge of getting super, super clear, everything that follows is going to create more and more frustration. It's going to soak up more time than necessary, soak up more effort and money that is then uh, is necessary. So I believe that this is a really, really valuable um, activity to put your time and your energy into. So I hope that's helpful. Um, if uh, you've got any questions about it, if you want any help with it, you know what to do. Just pop it, in, pop it in the comment section below or put a post in Builders in a Circle or if it needs to be private, you can um, do the old uh, Facebook Messenger. No one else sees that. That just comes straight to me and we can help you out somehow that way. So if this has been valuable, please, please think of other uh, either builders or sub-trades that you feel would probably benefit from hearing stuff like this uh, and learning this sort of thing and uh, invite them to come and join us in Builders in a Circle and be part of these um, conversations. I say conversations. I'm the only one talking, but you you get the opportunity to press your, your key keyboard and give me comments. Like Demir has, has said, very, and I'm sure, assuming that that's valuable, <laughs> very valuable. Thanks again. Thank you, Demir, for uh, being with us. Christine's also here. Um, so all you guys that, that joined us tonight live, uh, thanks for being with us. We'll be back here again next Wednesday evening for another Builders Problem Solved. I hope you can join us. And... Uh, Looking forward to seeing some of your needs and uh, the uh, details of who your ideal client uh, is. So that's it. Another Builders Problem Solved, done and dusted. Thanks for joining us. Mick Hawes, Builders Business Black Belt. Bye for now. (laughs) 